How much time till we're on? I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Fakia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Uh, yes, it is Sports Day. Sats and Radford, Tuesday night. And welcome to all our listeners. A very, very special family with the Super Radio Network, very loyal listeners, and through the SEN networks as well, 1170, 693 in Queensland as well, 1620 on the Goldie, on the app, and also on the podcast. Welcome to the show, and thanks to Kia, also the official partners of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 and World Gym Australia, where Rat loves to do his bicep curls. Yep. Pretty improving lives through fitness. How are you, Rat? I'm good. I'm, I'm excited about my dessert tonight. Have you brought that into the studio? Yeah, no, they're they're in the fridge. What is it? Peanut M Ms. Uh, now listen, you first you brought out a packet of salt and vinegar kettle chips. Yeah, I think the crickle cut are better. Uh, well, yeah, I think you got me what? there. But then you brought in peanut M Ms, and peanut M Ms are probably at best second in the ranking, maybe third. There is nothing better than in the M and M family than a peanut M and M. There is original, nothing better. The original M and M's in a fridge. This is ludicrous. In a fridge. Yeah, yeah, well, they're in the fridge. I'm cooling them off for you. But well, what's better than the, a peanut M and M? The original M and M. No, no chance. <laughs> Correct me if I'm right. And, and tell me <laughs> what what even what could possibly come second if it's not the peanut M and M? There's the other M and M, not the peanut one. There's another one. The the, the crunchy. crunchy. That's it. The crunchy you one. You are. Yeah. You watched. Oh, I just don't get you sometimes, <laughs> honestly. Uh, get involved any sh- any time for the show. 0457 736 736. Now, exciting news. What's that? Exciting news, Rat. What? Listeners. Talk to me. We've got one double pass to State of Origin Game oh, 3. Oh, yes. Do you reckon the New South Wales fans will want to go? Of course they will. Well, I'm just saying Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because, you know, you hear all this negativity coming out of New South no, Wales. What happens is everyone gets emotional the first couple of yeah, days and they then they get, settle they... down and you go, you know what? Well, we'll see, right? We'll see. We've we'll got see. to support our state. Yeah. Well, I hope they do. So double pass the state of origin next Wednesday night, our course stadium. And we're going to give that a, a tonight. All you have to do is it's very easy, listeners. You have to get involved at the show, Oh, this of course. is good. I like this. 0457-736-736. you just got to tell us, if you were the coach of New South Wales, oh, yes. text us in Talk to me. what your last message would be to the team as they walk out into the, out to the stadium. Your last, your what your last words. Yeah. We don't need we don't what we don't need. We don't need a Phil Gould monologue, Churchillian speech. No, no. no. We, we we want your last statement. Because the best coaches say the uh, least yeah, amount yeah. of things. Less is more. Don't they? Less is more. That's right. So zero four five seven seven three six seven three six for a double pass to State of Origin game three. You're the coach of New South Wales, and your last message to your team before they go out. To save some pride in the Origin series. Mm. Yep. Make sure you get involved. On tonight's show, well, he's an Origin legend. He's a great guy and also a terrific player in his day. Sean Timmons oh, is going to join us on the show and talk about the the Origin three and also the team that was picked. And and also, it's a bit of a call to arms from Sean Timmons tonight with New South Wales fans. Let's get behind our team. Well, 
Yeah, you know, you know what? I would be really disappointed in the New South Wales media because what they're doing is they're stoking up the hate towards yeah. their coach and the selections, and it's a it's a really tough situation for New South Wales fans. Like, you're going to get behind your team regardless. What you don't need is the media drumming up crap about your team. That you know, just let me support them. Yeah, just stop filling these newspaper pages with. See, there's, there's some journalists that if they don't get the tip off that a player is going to be included and they miss the jump, mm. they get very emotional about it. Well, I think Reedy was pretty disappointed in the fact that he, he, he might he, he didn't get the, Brett, the, the, the Bradman Best tip off. Yeah. I think he had the uh, – uh, um, oh, who did he have? He had uh, Donald Bradman. No, not, no, no <laughs> Bradman Best. Oh, uh, uh, he, he was talking about – uh, Penasini or, you know, he was talking about other players and Bradman Best wasn't in the picture and he, it's like he, he attacked Brandy on it. <laughs> like fully attacked him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I heard that, you know, blah, blah, blah and blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, then the gecko Brandy, he got a little oh, bit fired up, I didn't did, he? didn't he? Well, good. you know what? And that's what you want. You want someone that's going to protect your players, protect your team, protect the selections that are made. So also every Tuesday, although the NRL games uh, get a little bit forgotten when it comes well, to origin this time. This is what I'm talking about, Stats. Message just come in. Um, New South Wales supporter, Matt, he says, wouldn't take those tickets if you paid me $1,000 to go throw them in the bin dead rubber. Matt, come on. Matt. Get behind it. Yeah, and you've got guys going out there. Do you reckon Bradman Best is thinking about it being a dead rubber? No way. He's making his debut for New South Wales? Exactly. Do you reckon Cody Walker with the opportunity to come back and – and rescue some pride for New South Wales is thinking it's a dead rubber. It doesn't mm. matter. Like, no chance. Jake Trebojevic. No chance. One of the most oh, emotional mate. charged players. Exactly. Mm. Uh, yeah, round 19 of the NRL, of course. Five games. Five NRL games this weekend. Plenty of, of buys also. Some much needed buys by some clubs. Also, twos is going to be in the house. Come as well. on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And Wimbledon update with Brett Phillips. BP's going to join us. Day one last night, a couple of Aussies in action. We have actually got a caller, 1300 01 1170. He's part of the WAC pack. Danger is on the line. How are you, Danger? Hello, boys. What's happening? Hey, very good. Um, listen, I owe you an apology. Last night, I phoned up um, and I was just talking to. Um, uh, Daddy Vass, um, and I did say that Sats knows a lot about footy, but he knows bugger all about motor racing. And what it was is you were saying yesterday that it was the first street race in the Indy cars, and I was saying no, they've been going for years. And what it was is exactly that: it was a street race. Yeah, it was on the streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Street yeah. circuit. Now, yeah, the yeah. road race. And a road race is on the roads too, but it's not on the streets, if you can understand. It's not no. around a town. That's right. You know, and um, the, the road race, which Marcus Ambrose, when he left um, Australia to go over there, he cleaned up on all the road races. Yep. You know, and that's what I couldn't understand. I'm thinking, no, hang on, they've been going for years. So I'm very sorry, boys. I owe you the apology. Um yeah, I did say that last night, that you don't know nothing about motor racing. Well, we, we know very, you do, and I was wrong. We know a lot less about motor racing than we do about footy. We'll, we'll, we'll agree with that. I think what we all agree <laughs> with, Danger, I think what we all agree with is what Shane Van Gisbergen oh, has phenomenal. achieved um, is amazing. Because I learnt today that the NASCAR drivers, if it rains, 
basically they say they say we're not going to race. But with um, with what Van Gisbergen did with the street circuit with the NASCARs, the first race in the rain as well, just went. Oh, I'm on here. Just I'm part on. and parcel. Yeah, he just loved it. Yeah, yeah. Good on him. Thanks, Danger. Always enjoy your calls. Now, Brad Fittler, as the New South Wales coach, and of course has lost the series, but still one game to go. He's come under fire for his left field selection decisions. Mm. And it's all around Clint Gutherson, his inclusion coming off the back of what he believes is career best form. A lot of people are saying, what role is Clint Gutherson going to play? Is a little bit like Dicko Hines in game in game one in Adelaide. What other than an injury or HIA, what role does he play? But you know what? I've got to say, I was I really agree with Brad Fittler's response to it. He says, just having him here makes me feel good. He's the best player in the comp <laughs> the a, last month. Yeah, uh, it's such a Freddy thing, isn't it? It makes <laughs> it me makes good. Me feel good. Makes me feel good when he hasn't been the best player. This is, I think, this is the important quote here from from Freddy. He's been trying to be the best player. Mm. That's all about efforts. Well, effort it, on effort, man. I, I'm 100 percent with you, Sats. If there's one guy that I would want standing next to me every week in week out, it's Clint Gutherson. You know, you know, you know, he's my favourite player on the on the face of the earth. Yep. I just love his effort. I love his commitment. He just gets every bit of everything out of himself week in, week out. Does it always go great? No, but it made his backs up and goes again. And I love that about him. And it's probably something that, you know, from the outside looking in, it looks like New South Wales might be lacking a little bit of. Well, now, he, he did say we want people in the team or, and he's not saying that the other players weren't, but I need players that are just wholehearted. And what he means by that is that some players that have a, a bigger effect off the field than they do sometimes on the field, Ray. Yeah, and 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 here's the thing, Sats. Like uh, that, that's who Reedy was talking about, uh, Matt Burton. Yep. So like, oh, I was talking about Matt Burton. You can't now. I know it's just a game, but imagine that being your last game, getting beat by sixty-six points and going into Origin. Mm. Like. like you know what it's like after you get pumped by you're walking around kicking stones, you're embarrassed, you know, and like particularly those guys, they go in there, everyone's looking at them going, mate, you just guys got you guys just got pumped by sixty six points. Like yep. what what is going on there? And you're kicking stones and like you can't have that. No. So to have Gutho in there, I, I agree with it. Yep. I like it. Mm. I like it. And based on his efforts, I mean, he can't find a way into the side in a starting position. But if Tedesco's not there, sorry, if Tedesco's there and obviously he's not gonna play fullback. Would have you would have you risked someone like a, a Gutherson in the centres? Well, he played there before and he did a pretty he did good job actually. Did, yeah, yeah, I, I, um, I remember he, he made some inroads and yeah, potentially. But you know, look, Bradman Best is there and you know he's been in their system for a while and you know hopefully he gets his opportunity to prove himself and it's not a one hit wonder. Some of those players that are really important, guys like Mark Hughes, mm. players wanted him in the side. Yep. Our special guest tonight, Sean Timmons. Yep, he was another absolutely. player. Play, players just yep. love to be around them. So we've got a few callers tonight. 1300-01-1170. Let's start with Stu is on the line. How are you, Stu? I'm excellent, thank you. How, how are the boys? Yeah, yeah we're well, great. Mate. What are you thinking, Stu? What's on your mind? Well, I would think the last thing, Freddie's already done all the hard work. The last thing he would say would be just go the blues as they walked out of the locker. Yep, go the blues. He's already done it. Not yep. much you can, not much nice else you can simple. say, is there? Mm, short and sweet. There isn't. There isn't. Like they've already got their shoes off. They've been out on the grass. They've done their healing. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, they, nice, they, Stu. They've done all the hard work. 
they've done all the hard work. Now all it is is just get out there and just control the game. That's all they've got to do. Yeah. And play for their jersey. Yeah. That's yep. the biggest thing. Even though you, you lose a series, you you play for the jersey. I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's a maroon jersey or blue jersey, Stu. Thanks very much for the call. Really appreciate your input. you just got to... You got to want to play for the jersey. You think think of this, Sats. If Queensland were to win Game Three, mm-hmm. they've won six of the last seven State of Origin games. Yep, they won the last game in, in two years ago. They've, yes. they won two last year, and if they win all three this year, that's six out of seven games. Yeah, they've won. Like this, this can stop momentum. You know, it can stop momentum for Queensland if they can come out and put on a good performance exactly. and make a good game of it. Yeah. And now, in New South Wales fans, you have got to get behind your team. Get to the ground, don't. Don't have more new Queens. Queensland fans will will converge to Sydney to watch Queensland potentially, you know, sweep New South Wales in this series. Yeah. Don't let them outnumber you. Mm. Not in your home stadium. Exactly. You got to get there, otherwise, because the Queenslanders are coming. Yep. Mark, thirteen hundred zero one eleven seventy is on the line. How are you, Mark? Good. G'day, Sats. G'day, Rat. Hey, mate. If I was the if I was the coach, I would say to the Blues uh, just before they hit the field, okay, boys, remember. Just like the Poms, those Queenslanders have got nothing. Especially when it comes to making beer. Because you know the sacred truth. Why do Queenslanders put 4X on their beer? They can't spell beer. They can't make beer, but that's another story. Very <laughs> 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 uh, creative. Well, I like well, it. Well, I like well, it, yeah. Mark. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Jeremy is also joining us on Sports Day. How are you, Jeremy? Hey, guys. Uh, happy Tuesday. Uh, too, yep. First up, uh, all I would say to them is first run, best run. First nice. run, best run. Yep. It's, all, it's, actually, game. it's actually a really good message, Jeremy, because mm. it's always whatever your first involvement is, make it a really good one. Make it a really aggressive one. Hey, Rat. Yep, absolutely. Get you into yeah. the game. And, whether it's a tackle, whether it's a run, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah, we're, like jo- we're jotting also that down, mate. Well, What's that? Yeah. I've got to agree with you. The uh, M&M is definitely first. Yep. yep. Righto, you're off. Point. You're off, yep. Mark. I agree with you, Joe. Mark. You, you were so close to winning those tickets, Mark. You were so close. Thank you, boys. Love you. Hey, thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, oh, Mark. Sorry, thanks, Jeremy, Stewie, for the uh, for being involved in the show. If you want to be involved, 1300-01-1170. Got some really good nominations coming through. For if you were the New South Wales coach, what would be your last message to the team before they walk out those doors? Oh, I like this one. And they would make a turn up the tunnel. Uh, yeah, read a couple out, Rat. So from from nine oh eight, go out there and make your ten, make make your ten year old self proud. Oh. I like it. Nine zero eight. Put your name to your text message also that, and where you are beauty. listening. Go out there and make the ten year old self proud. Yeah. I've got goosebumps then. Yeah. That's really what good. It's about, you know, like, like these kids. And that's the thing. Like for, for for a lot of adults here, they're a bit dejected, they're a bit down on it, they're a bit off, you know, Freddie and you know, the media is is perpetuating that. Yep. But there, there is a million kids in New South Wales that are, are just hanging for this game, and they want to see their heroes in State of Origin. Exactly. That's a, that's a great one. I like that, 908. Exactly. Mm. Uh, let's get to a break quickly, and, and after the break, uh, we're going to get to more of your text messages, and also we've got a great debate, and our special guest, Sean Timmons, coming up. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym.
We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Rad, I've got to say, we are getting plenty of text messages about if you are the coach of New South Wales for a double pass to Origin 3 next Wednesday night, what would be your last message to the side as they walk out into the tunnel and onto a core stadium? We're getting plenty serious ones, some very good ones, some very funny ones as well. Well, well, probably the most important text that we've just received is from Daniel from Prairiewood, our smartest listener. Peanut M&M to the Michael. Crispy yeah, M&M's are rank no, and original M&M's are satisfactory but accentuated because they are better than their rival in Smarties. Thank then you, you'll see you were it. smart. <laughs> you were smart. And obviously you've taken head trauma today because you've, <laughs> you're a little bit out there. Um, but we're going to get to a lot more of your texts very, very soon. And on one three hundred zero one eleven seventy, 1170 we've got Jamie on the line. How are you, Jamie? Yeah, you're good, mate. Yeah, sweet as. Yeah. Sweet as. Yeah. What's happening? What's going on? Oh, I'm a chair out the back. I'm 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 on Mutary Station down at the back of Broken Hill. Oh, oh wow. beautiful, nice one, beautiful. So, what's on your mind? I just said believe, believe, believe. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Hey, hey, Michael, how many how many sheep do you get through in a day? Well, oh no, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, no, no, sweetheart. Like, uh, all depends. It could be 100, 200, doesn't matter. Oh, but really? No, as a team, we do what we do. Yeah, yeah. nice. No, just achieve what we have to do. Yeah, good stuff. And I believe in the boot. Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Good work. Yeah. Thank you, Jamie. Thanks, Thanks for taking Jamie. time out to contact the show. Now uh, another part of the whack pack is on. Glenn. Two names wrong in a night. How are you, Glenn? Here, you're struggling. <laughs> How are you, Glenn? Hey, boys. How hey, are you? Hey, Peter. What's yeah, really now, well. now, Glenn, you're not banned, okay? Yeah. You're not banned. We'd never ban you from the show. Okay. I just no, need to no, tell you that. Be part of the show. Okay? All right. Now, I appreciate that, boys. I appreciate that. I'll just... Anyway, before I give you my what I'd say to the team, mm-hmm. can I just say that at our place here, we've got a great TV. Yeah. After seeing the Mitch and Mark promo for the millionth time, I hurled the remote at the TV and it bounced straight back towards me on the couch. I dive forward and took an absolute screamer of a cat. <laughs> and, oh, mate, don't try and pull the wool over Judge Judy's eyes, mate. Oh, Just because you call oh, your pit bull Scooby-Doo <laughs> doesn't make it any less vicious, mate. Seriously. He's trying to break the monotony, what isn't he? What are you talking he? about? Hey? What is he talking about? I don't about? know. Can I, I just, can I just say, Glenn? Oh, he's I, on the King Browns. Yeah, yeah he's on the King Browns, all right. Uh, I just watched. Um, I watched the summit, and I liked it. Good show. Yeah, yeah I, I want to go on that show. And the new one on Channel Nine's Rush. Yeah, yeah. Which is their version of the Amazing Race. I'd be dirty if I got like close to the summit though, and I got voted off or that one of those bags. I'd, I'd be racing to those bags. Yeah. That like no one had beat me. <laughs> you haven't watched Rush yet, have you? No. You'll love it. Mm, I'm all over so it. So they drop you into this sort of random place like a, a desert or Turkey. Um, there was Brazil. Yeah. Pretty frightening, actually. Yeah, yeah. Look, looks mad. Yeah. Now, Damo from the Riff. I love you, Damo, because you're from the Riff. It's got to be cold out there, Damo, at the moment. My son lives in Penrith. So mm. it was about one or two the other morning. Freddie's last comment is, remember it's a game of inches, and Queenslanders have small. No. Damo, we can't finish the rest of that one. Um, 
What are, what are some other text messages there, Rat, around Origin's last words? Well, um, the Sloppy Dragon says, I have no idea. Okay, lads, I have no idea. Always haven't. Just go out there and play your own game and make me look good. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> I don't think Freddie's going to say I have no idea. Yeah. Um, Origin last words. Get a team. Call the fight off now. 908 nailed it with make your 10 years self proud. You're right, Sats. It makes a hair on the back of your next up. Great show. Rooster Muzz, on the other hand, says, I would say lose and you have to move in with Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Is that not motivation? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, we're going to get to some more of your texts really soon now. Brad Fittler also has an interesting, interesting response, I should say, when asked about the dropping of Jerome Luai. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, Jerome's been a big part of our team the last couple of years. Uh, from the start of the series, uh, I've sort of, I was tossing up between Jerome and Cody. I think Cody is just in career best form at the moment. Um, and he had a, a car quad injury going into the second origin. But the thing is with Jerome, I've loved him part of the team. He brings, brings great energy. He never lets you down on the field, but I just think it's Cody Walker's time. Um, it's on his home ground in front of 70 or 80,000 people. And uh, like I said, I picked a team to win. And when he said I pick a team to win, it's not saying he didn't pick a team the last two times. Yeah. He just said, well, there's more desperate stakes at this stage from a pride point of view. So I've and got to make and the he's decisions. Not, he's not about, he's not blooding players now. He wants to win this game. You can't blood in origin. You no. can't blood too many in origin. No, 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 uh, you can't. I think I found the winning tech stats. Um, this is this is deep and this is special. Um, comes from the heart, obviously. Hi, boys. Re-motivational words. You need to dig deep and work as hard as Matt Rogers has over the last two weeks. Like a trooper, only then can you top the VB hardworking index. <laughs> Scott from Quakers Hill. <laughs> Scott, you are all over it. You you know the you know the grind. You, the, what these guys put me through in here. You are fatigued, aren't you? You are so fatigued. Uh, another one in relation to Origin. The last words. Live for the moment. Seize the opportunity. Play for your lives. Forget the media noise. You're all deserving of this opportunity. Mm. Be remembered as a group of men who will leave nothing in the tank. Make your families and your friends proud. Support each other until the end. This is our state. We play to win. Dave. Dave, I like it. I like it. I tell you what. It's up there, isn't it? Yeah. we're It's in the the running. Yeah. It's definitely in the running. There's a bit of thought going into that one. Yep. Exactly. Uh, let's get to a break. On the other side of the break, we're going to listen to one of the great men of rugby league and we're going to talk to Sean Timmons. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We are in Golden Point Extra Time. A shot from Timmons has got the height. It's got the length and the crowd is up. Hempstead awards the point. The Blues have won it. The Blues have won it. What a great moment. 2004 State of Origin match winner. And he's played nine games for the Blues. He's played nine tests for Australia. Over 200 games for his beloved uh, Illawarra Steelers and the St. George Illawarra uh, Dragons as well. And that man is Sean Timmons. He joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Timo? Yeah, good writing, Sats. How's it going? Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, now listen, first and foremost, <laughs> before we get into the you know, the New South Wales side and your opinion on that, 
Now, that 2004 moment, you kick the field goal, you're a khaki left footer. It goes over, you win the game. Hit it well too. The assistant coach on Cartwright, who's wearing the yellow shirt as a trainer as well, he's behind you and he wants to celebrate and you just completely brushed him. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the footage quite a bit, but yeah, I didn't mean to brush Big Cardi, but yeah, I think I had Mason and a few of the boys going berserk. But yeah, I'm uh, sorry for brushing. He's too big, but I didn't want him jumping on. Yeah, bring back good memories, mate, that. Yeah, Dale's brings back great memories. Obviously, mate, I was fortunate enough or lucky enough to play Origin and uh, come through, I suppose, in that. The, I played in four series, but the four series I played in, I was luckily enough to be surrounded by some great players and guys like Joey and Danny Badiris and Fittler and Barrett and Mace, like heaps of players like Fitzgibbon. I was, so I was lucky to come through with a sort of good crew and we had a bit of success. So... Um, yeah, and then just to have a moment like that in Origin, I suppose, it still gets talked about. It's, a, I suppose, a bit of an honour. And, yeah, just, mate, I had some great times playing Origin. I was, as I said, lucky enough to have a bit of success. But it was, uh, it was a great time in my career. Yeah, nice one, mate. So, mate, uh, given those memories, what's your, what's your reaction to uh, the series at the moment and, and to the side that they've just read out this week? Uh, obviously disappointing as a New South Wales player's player or fan now, but um, yeah, obviously to go 2 0, I thought game one we were right in it. Mm. Um, we just didn't stay in the fight long enough to the back end of the game, and Queensland done what they do is always hang in there and, and fight till the end and got away, I thought, with a tight win. But um, game two obviously was up with the series on the line. I thought it was pretty disappointing sort of performance from, from New South Wales here, yeah, so. Um, obviously, yeah, there's still a game to go. I know the series is won, but there's a lot of pride and um, pride in the loss, I suppose, for New South Wales to try and come out and, and at least one series win at home in front of their home fans. So there's still a lot to play for, even though the series is over. But yeah, the, the side they've named, I thought it was, yeah, when it come out, a couple of interesting selections, but I suppose that they've got to try try something at the moment. Obviously, their attack was a little bit clunky in that second game, but um, yeah, they yeah, a few interesting selections there, but I'm sure Freddie and the coaching staff will have them up because, as I said, we'd hate to go 3 0 in a series and get beat in front of our, our home fans down here next Wednesday. Yeah, mate, um, uh, I've said it on the show up here before. It seems like the New South Wales media, they eat their own down there. They, they just don't really, it seems like they don't care. They just want to hammer their own side. Does, does it frustrate you as a former player to, to hear all of that? Yeah, a little bit. Obviously, um, I don't know, you just, a little bit like the Dragons at the moment. You can't seem to win whatever way they go with whoever yep. who they select. I suppose the media are into them for who they didn't pick or who they left out. Like they never really get right behind it, whereas Queensland have probably always been good like that. But, yeah, I think um, it'd be good to see them get behind it more, especially this game. As I said, there's, it's a uh, game, obviously, the series is wrapped up, but we want to try and pump it up. And for down here, the people down, especially the media, I suppose, get behind them a little bit more and... Yeah, just um, yeah. As I said, I'd, yeah. I'm just worried about a game three 0 in that third one. But I'm sure the players, mate, they've got plenty to play for. Some of these blokes are making their debuts. They've waited their whole life to play Origin, so they're coming up against the Red Hot Queensland side. So it's going to be another big game. Even though he's in his 30s, and many would think he's at the back end of his career from an age perspective, but it doesn't seem that way. Timo, as a former five eight, do you like the inclusion of of Cody Walker? Yeah, I do. I, uh, I like the way he's been playing. Obviously, Luai's 
uh, been in there and probably hasn't delivered the last, yeah, especially in game two. But Cody Walker, mate, the way he's one of the best attacking five eights at the moment um, playing the game. I, someone I'd love to see in there would be a Jack White, and I'm a big Jack White fan, but obviously he's retired. But yeah, I think Cody Walker's New South Wales best five eight at the moment. He creates all South's tries and he's been playing some good footy at the moment. So I think it's the right call from, from Freddie and the staff to pick Cody Walker. Now, two debutants, of course. And we ask a lot of our NRL players that come on, what's your welcome to first grade moment? I'm going to ask you about your debut in 2000. What was your welcome to origin moment? Was it something in the camp or was it something in the game that said, oh, I'm here and this is a completely different level of rugby league? Um, probably my first one was, yeah, it was more just the, I played in the centres and the game went by. Dude, I was probably a little bit overawed by all the players I was playing with. Because like, I used to look up, I looked up to a lot of them and I was, I was probably overawed a little bit. I didn't get right into the game and then the next thing the game went by pretty quick and it was gone. And I, I was playing centre, but we had Terry Hill on the bench. He come on to me at some stage. But yeah, I just remember after the game going, mate, that just flew by and I didn't really get involved and, and do do too much. So it just made it made me um realise how quick and fast the game is and if you don't go looking for it, the game you won't yeah, you won't do much. So I remember that. I was pretty disappointed with my first game. What what game was that in two thousand that you made your debut? Was it game one? Game one. Game one. So that was and when then, that uh, was when Gordy got sent off, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, that yeah. game yeah, actually. I remember then, it well. Don't you remember the two knock-ons? You don't remember that? You were playing, weren't you, right? I was, I was playing. Game two is where I got one of my best moments, and that was when we uh, they used to drive the bus past the Caxton yep. pub. Like, that was one of the best things that happened to me in Origin was, I remember that, I'd heard about it, the bus trip and all that, but anyway, we all hopped on the bus, and when we went down, I just remember seeing the crowd just disperse, and then they said, stopped the bus and they stopped it outside the Caxton and mate, it got absolutely peppered with <laughs> cans of bourbon, whatever and mate, it wasn't just like a, it wasn't like a jail, they were throwing them, they were it was like hate so I <laughs> just I'll never forget it mate, we had blokes like Rodney Howe and all that woman trying to jump off the bus <laughs> Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's an enjoyable trip that when you're on the Queensland bus, mate. I can assure you of that. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Now seeing Joey react the way that he does to a loss uh, from the Blues, now that he's a commentator, Tim, it, it wouldn't surprise you at all, would you? How emotional he gets, that, seeing that you've seen him up close and personal as a player in Blues camp, because he's he's one of the most passionate that's put the jersey on. Yeah, massive. And he was like that at training. He he could get the sooks if like something if someone his winger or someone didn't do something right, mate. He would give him the biggest spray. I remember a poor old Jason Moody, his um, Knights teammate. He played in a one Origin, I think, at that training during the camp. He'd start. He'd done something wrong. Poor old Moody's got the biggest spray off Joey. But he's like that. Joey, mate. He's passionate. Obviously, he's one of the best players that's played the game, and he like he. I loved the way he played. That's why I really loved getting to play Origin with Joey and just the way way he went about it all. But yeah, mate, he's a passionate passionate person and he does take it uh, yeah take it pretty harsh. Uh, I think it's just I think it's good to see seeing a bit of 
um, passion and pride in the in the New South Wales jersey and from people that especially that used to like ex players. So I think it's I think it's good for the game. Yeah, yeah absolutely, I agree. I, I played with ET for many years at Cronulla, and he was a shocker for just absolutely tearing shreds off. Well, it means team, a lot to him. Teammates yeah. at training and that you get, you realise you're you're in for it. Uh, mate, hey, we've got to ask you, we've got a lot of listeners down south, down the south coast, and as a proud Illawarra Steeler, I played against you when you were playing for the Illawarra Steelers, back, started back in 1994. Yeah. In your in your opinion, mate, taking yourself out of the equation, who's the greatest Steeler? Um, greatest Steeler, yeah. Someone like a Rod Wishart. Me and Rod Wishart grew up in the same sort of area, and it was just someone I looked up to and just... I don't know, he always just seems to be the first bloke spoke about when then you hear about Steelers or but someone like a Rob Wishart, yeah, there's mate, there's a pretty good player, a lot of good players that played, but yeah, Rob Wishart was someone that I like I as I said, he was from where I, I was from, he's a bit older than me, but I looked up and then got to play with him and what he done, mate, he played twenty he played around twenty odd origins, which is pretty big mm. big for a wing. Yep. Plenty of tests so. That's Even though he was a winger, mate, he didn't, he didn't have the most skill, but, mate, he, didn't, he couldn't sidestep and he, he didn't know how to tackle real well, but he used his body as a battering ram, I know that. <laughs> he did. Now, that's on the field. Now, now tell me, who's the greatest stealer off the field? Neil Pinchinelli. Oh, it's I'm throwing Pinchinelli, Pinchinelli with John Pinchinelli. Cross in there. Well, mate, the great, yeah, the one uh, Sats just mentioned, Neil Pinchinelli, I haven't seen him for a few years, but he's a, he's a great, he's from Helensburg too, his name got bought up during the week, they had a Helensburg old boys day, Yeah. and all I heard that Pinso was absolutely on fire, so <laughs> I could imagine that. Nothing's changed, you can hear. Apparently one of the greatest schooner drinkers of all time. Oh, mate, he'd drink. Well, back in the day, he'd do. Uh, he'd do have a massive Thursday night of a drink, and we'd do captains run the next day. He'd reek of grog, and then he'd get man of the match on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great stuff, eh? Hey? Sean Timmins, uh, always great to catch up with you. Always a great larrikin, and uh, thanks for spending time on Sports Day. And um, yeah, if you get to the game on Game Three from a New South Wales perspective, uh, hope it's a successful one. Yeah, thanks, boys. Thanks for having us. And uh, just give us one game, eh, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> no worries, mate. Good thanks, on you, Timo. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Well, outside of State of Origin, which is exciting in Australia, of course. And the Ashes. Well, it's all about England, isn't it? Because the Ashes, and this has really flown under the radar, one of the biggest sporting events on the calendar. Of course, Wimbledon. Mm. I wouldn't say kicked off last night. Served off last night. Mm. And Wimbledon is now streaming on Stan Sport. Watch every match, ad-free, centre court in 4K and Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches, AATC.Tennis. Brett Phillips joins us on the line. How are you, BP? Uh, good evening, gents. Yeah, underway. 136th edition of Wimbledon. So, yeah, it's the mecca of tennis. It's like, uh, what, Lords to cricket, Augusta uh, to golf, uh, St Andrews to golf. Uh, yes, this is the place where you... Uh, you want to uh, put your best foot forward. If you can be a Wimbledon champion on the resume, it just uh, takes you to another stratosphere. Now, BP, Alex Demonor was in great form at the Queen's Club Championship, which is a really good lead-up tournament as you come into Wimbledon. And I was listening to Pat Raft uh, on Sunday when interviewed, and he said, 
His game reminds me a lot of an Australian Wimbledon champion in um, Leighton Hewitt. And he said, I believe he's got yep. the game to win Wimbledon. He's on tonight, um, Alex Dearmore. Do you agree with Pat Rafter? I think he's got the game. Look, it's hard not to get go past this guy. We we want him to succeed because he brings an incredible attitude, incredible work ethic. He is cut from that same latent cloth of never say die. He just plays every point on its merits, and you know we've seen this evolve for the last what four or five years on the tour. And the fact of the matter is, uh, when it's all said and done, and numbers don't lie, he's the 16th best tennis player in the world right now. Mm. And but you know the gap between 16 and one uh, can be you know quite big. Uh, but you know the last probably nine months, he started to beat some more uh, higher caliber players. He's beaten Medvedev, he's beaten Rafa, he's beaten Rublev, he's beaten Holger Rune twice, all in the top ten. Now, best of five Grand Slams, that's the next step up. But his game is so suited to grass because he's a great mover. He slices well. He's got the speed. And, you know, look, he's got a little draw. Should get past Copiance. Kimir Copiance, the Belgian qualifier tonight. Maybe uh, either of the Italians will be his second-round opponent. Berrettini's not really firing. Or Sonny goes. Zverev's in that little top part. And then, obviously, we can't help but look forward to a potential... Uh, fourth round with the world number one, Carlos Alcaraz. Another uh, rematch of their Queen's final uh, well, just over a week ago, as you mentioned. So we'd love to see that, but there's a few hurdles to clear. But, you know, Alex, uh, look, he was almost a quarter-finalist at Wimbledon last year. You know, he he blew it, basically. <laughs> he had two match points, and that hurt him. That really stung him, that defeat. So there's plenty driving this young man uh, every time he steps out in the tennis court. Now we have, we've got a couple Aussies through to the second round already, Jordan Thompson and Alexander Vukic. Uh, how, how was their form, mate? What did you think of their performances? Yeah, well, Jordy to come back from two sets to love down, always uh, um, you know, a, a great moment when you can do that. Not an ideal situation to get into, but if there's one man that can find his way out of trouble, it is Jordan Thompson who's you know, been as high as 43 in the world. Um, he's dropped back the last few years, but he's creeping back towards that. He'd had some really good grass court form coming in. His tennis brain is off the charts, let me tell you. Uh, he's quietly spoken to me. He likes to just let it all um, explode on court. He's a roller coaster of emotions, but I love that. He wears his heart on his sleeve. And look, he's got the smarts, but he's actually starting to be a bit more daring. Uh, he's always been solid, but not daring enough. And uh, I think when he does that, uh, he can he can beat a lot of players on tour. But he's got to play Novak Djokovic <laughs> next, which is almost, you know, mission impossible at Wimbledon. Novak hasn't lost on that court mm. since 2013. So that's the mountain to climb. And Alex Vukic, yeah, great story. No fuss. He's a late bloomer into the top 100 the last five weeks. Went to college at Illinois over in the States. Uh, great guy to talk to. He's humble. And, yeah, a first win at Wimbledon, which will give him a lot of confidence. Now, before we let you go, we, we've got to touch on this really quickly, uh, BP. Nick Kyrgios, of course, pulled out of Wimbledon late with a wrist injury and told, is this right, not to come back by officials? Is that just for this year or in the near future? Yeah, I've got to get my uh, got to get my head around all that. That's obviously um, some, a lot of stuff that's unfolded away from the tennis. But, look, I know that um, certainly... Uh, there was, I suppose, some displeasure at the timing of pulling out, which was really late in the piece, mm. obviously. I think about 11 o'clock British time on a Sunday night, which means that 
you know, a, a, an opponent has to be found uh, for David Goffard, who is going to be Kyrgios' opponent. Uh, the lucky loser signs in the next morning. A few stick around, obviously, from qualifying, knowing this could happen. Uh, there's players who do withdraw late. Uh, but he didn't give any indication on the Sunday. He'd done media. So he fronted up all day, practice, done media, and then pulls out 11 o'clock. I reckon you'd know, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. In the yeah. afternoon, if you're not cherry ripe, particularly the wrist. And he'd gone and had um, uh, tests on it. And there was a, well, you know, he's a, uh, the tendon there's injured. He's, he, he knew he wasn't going to play. So it's never dull, is it? Uh, <laughs> another week of Nick Kyrgios. Yeah. I love him, but I'm just, you know... I... Oh, I love him too. I, I love what he brings to the game. I just, I don't. Yeah, he does some things like that. Just turn you off. I know head. exactly. Now Wimbledon is now streaming on Stam Sport. As we said, watch every match ad free. Center court in 4K BP. Talk to you again throughout the week. Yeah, thank you, gents. Pleasure. Now, don't forget we got uh, double pass to State of Origin game three to give away on the show tonight. All you have to do is text us last message you would give to the players if you were the coach of New South Wales. Yep. So Throw you a couple out there. He's two words. Cattle dog. Yeah, We've got a few cattle dogs there, haven't we? Dogs. Yeah, God We've bless got, um, Tommy. 609 says, show some real grit, better than Queensland does, and always team first. Yeah, that's a good one. I yep. like that. Um, Fitzy. Do you boys, did, did you boys go earthing today? Enough said. <laughs> mm. uh, we've got uh, David from Glenmore. He says, uh, do your best, boys. In my last game as coach, it could be your last game as well. For you. Well, if you get flogged, let's wait for Nathan Cleary next year. We may have a chance again. Mm, I'm not sure that'll go down too well. John from Stanstone Point says, play for your mate, play for your state, stay safe, have fun, smart choices. Mm, I like that. Mm. Boys, there will be no beatbox on the shoulder with Gutho. Thank God. True. Great pick. True. <laughs> That's from Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last words, I ask you to do your best. That's Alan from Erskine Parks. That's all you can do, really, isn't it? Yeah. Ask him to do their best. Um, what's Rooster Muzz say? I would say lose and you have to move in with Glenn. Yeah, yeah, we've read that one. Yeah. Alan from Erskine Park, do it for your fans, which mm. sometimes is one of the easiest messages, isn't it? Who you're playing for, the jersey and the people that are – out there watching on TV. Yeah. Nick, Nick, yep. Nick from Newcastle has just checked. I just saw the interview with Greg Alexander blowing up on TV when I asked about Bradman Best. I was surprised with his reaction. It seemed out of character for Brandy. It's not disrespectful to question New South Wales team selections. No, it's not, it's, not, it's not disrespectful. And I thought Brandy handled it in a way that a coach would protect his players. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Which every coach would be. If you, if you want to question the process and the, and the player itself about whether they're ready, that's not the question. The question is... The coach believes in them, and yep. that's what Brandy's doing. Brandy's believing in the player that was picked. Mm. Uh, keep your text coming through for a double pass, the State of Origin Game 3. We've got plenty to get to in the next hour. Stick around. We've got That's Ridiculous and plenty more NRL news. That's We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day. Kia and World Gym. For Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Yeah, this is Sports Day. Yeah, we had it in the last hour. We had a chat to Sean Timmons, of course. And we've got plenty of your text messages coming through to try and go into the running for the double pass, the State of Origin Game 3 to give away. And the message is, what is your last message as coach? 
of the New South Wales side. If you are the coach, what's the last thing you say to the playing group before they walk out into the tunnel? Turn right. Yeah, turn right. I think that's New South Wales. Mm. We'll be in yeah, the, they do. up the tunnel out yeah. onto a core stadium. I'm um I'm I'm liking Peter's one that's just come in from Peter Bathurst. from Bathurst. Yeah, yeah. What is it? So think about all those winter mornings your parents had to stand on the sidelines when you were a kid to get you this far. Well, if it was in Bathurst, those parents would be freezing their, you know, what's off. I think, didn't Gus used to, Gus used to touch on that a fair bit, didn't he? Mm. Mm. Yeah, and that's important. Like, you, you don't get there on your own. No. To that point. And, exactly. and that's, that's why, you know, the pride in the jersey is so important. Because, you know, you, when, whether you're playing at the NRL or, you know, you're playing Q Cup or NRL or, you know, state of origin at the highest level, it's like you didn't get there on your own. No. And so many people... Helped you along the way. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Get involved in the show. It doesn't have to be about our competition. It uh, it can be about the NRL. Uh, what's your thoughts around some of the the games this weekend? Team list Tuesday, which we're going to get to very very soon for Mitre Ten. Um, but some more texts before we get to our great debate, boys. My message to the team. This is from Graham from Narrabeen. Would be along the lines of you have eighty minutes to go out and win this game, and if you don't, you have the rest of your life to regret it pretty hard isn't mm. it stinging yeah i like it but I, I know of games where i just wasn't in it you know like you've just it's, you're just not feeling it yep and you're just you're hurting and yep. you just feel you, you you feel like a dog after it you feel like you've let your teammates down you shouldn't have been on the field whether you're taking an injury into the game and you just can't get into it and it's just like i'm sure every every person that runs on that field on uh, on wednesday week they're, they're going to give it everything they got yeah absolutely and and what what I would, yeah, I just want to call on you New South Wales listeners to get behind them mm. because I, you know, we don't want if you throw your toys out of the cot, it's, it it doesn't say a lot for your state, it really doesn't. And you know whether Queensland, uh, you know, if there was a game three in Queensland, mm. well, I would challenge New South Wales listeners to this. If there was a game three in Queensland, and it was a dead rubber. Do you think they'd still sell out Suncorp Oh, Stadium? easy. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because they support their team, win, lose or draw. They want to get behind them. And it's state of origin. It's not, you know, it's, it's a big deal. Um, I want New South Wales to get behind them in the same way. Walsh has got a pretty simple message, Rad. He said, boys, when you're running out, keep running to the bar. <laughs> well, maybe to celebrate. Uh, mm. Good evening, fellas. Whilst on the topic of peanuts, can I please discuss with, with you two peanuts the going-ons at the Titans? Players leaving mid-season to chase success at a club that has just got beat 66-0. That's Toby Sexton. And he's mm. been named to play in the Bulldogs this week only after arriving, well, today. Not to mention the coach sackings. Forget the Tigers. Are the Titans the next NRL basket case? Look forward to your reply, Steve. No. I, 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 it'll take a lot to move Tino and 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 David Fafita if these clauses that were reported about yesterday are for real, and it seems like they are. I, I can't oh. believe that they, Ricky has said publicly he's that he's been it. informed that they are now, well, David Fafita is now a free agent. I, For the life of me, I cannot understand it. Well, you know the deal, Sats. Like, he's a player that they wanted to keep. So sometimes they have to bend a little the player's way, and that was a part of the deal. I guess he liked um, the relationship he had with Justin Holbrook. I will say this. Like, he was in a bit of a, a, a bit of poor form. A couple of, I think it was last year. And he last started, year, yeah. He, he was bringing him off the bench. Mm. And I, I went and had dinner with the team and I sat with Justin and I was just asking him about it. He goes, mate, he's a, he doesn't, he's not a, he's not a real boisterous young man. Like he's, and he's quite insular. 
And he's not this. He's not. He's he's the polar opposite to a Reese Walsh. Mm. You, you know what I mean? So he's he's shy. He's not that boisterous guy. And he was. And, and his nerves were getting the better of him. And he goes. And he's just. We're just trying to keep him out of the heat of the game in, at the start. Just to now, you might sit there and think, oh, what? He's 115 kilo, and he's a he's a brute. And that doesn't change the fact that your emotions control you. Um, emotions control everyone. Mm. And he was struggling a little bit. And Justin Holbrook looked after him and protected him. And then now, you know, and, and I think got him back to playing his best footy at the start of this year. So he's obviously had a high opinion of, of Justin. And, you know, that's the reason why it was in the contract. You know, it's, it's interesting about it. Will they be the next basket case? Well, I hope not. I don't think so. But I've got to say, if, if these clauses are correct. And they leave. And they leave. There's a big chance that, oh, that the they... Gold Coast Titans go back, backwards. Oh, years. Years. Yep. Absolutely. I don't think they will. I, no. One, I don't believe these clauses. Well, you got ten and eight... I don't have any evidence of it. I'm just sort of thinking I, I can't see a club doing that. And if, if the club has allowed that, someone needs to be held accountable for it. Um, but as I said, Ricky Stewart has stated that he was informed that David Feeder is now a free agent. He'll be making an offer in the vicinity of reportedly four, four years for $4 million. Well, he's on about seven fifty now, so that's a million dollars more yeah. than what he would be making at the Titans. And yep. and I would say when David Feeder re-signed that, signed that contract, he was a $750,000 player. He's probably more like a $900,000 player now. And I would say Tino, who if he's off contract – his market value would have gone through the roof as well. The, what, the way he's would, grown, clubs would move players to get someone like Tino at their club. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you could you could imagine. Oh, mate, yeah. Uh, but, but could you imagine David Fafita as a piece of the puzzle down there at Canberra? Well, they're with losing Horsburgh, where they get, So they've got the money. Mm-hmm. They're, they're losing White, and they've got Horsburgh down there. They've got uh, Hudson Young down there. They've got Joseph Tarpany down there. They've got uh, Papali'i down there. Like it is a it is a that is a forward pack that would be terrifying yeah. to come up against. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, I, I think Ricky will push push hard on this if mm. this is true. Yeah. Again, um, it's another one of these watch these space moments. Yeah, yeah. Time for this. Dividing families across the nation. It's time for the Great Australian Debate. Benji will be parachuted into the head coaching role, but in 2025, um, we remain absolutely committed to the path that we are on. Uh, Tim will be the head coach in 23 and 24. Benji, Benji fulfills the role of the assistant coach, uh, and that will continue. But, of course, it's not to be unexpected that as, as Benji progresses and continues to learn his craft, he will assume a more senior posture. And we've seen, we've seen that already, um, and he has exceeded our expectations at this point. Now, he will continue to progress through his apprenticeship, and then he will take over the head coaching role. It's, it, it couldn't be expected it would be some magical transition on the 1st of November 2024. Um, and this, is, of course, is all with the blessing of Tim, who has publicly declared that he is an interim or a transition coach. And he's providing the club with invaluable assistance in taking over the reins for two years and then bringing Benji along for 2025. So, no, no, we've publicly stated what our path is moving forwards and we remain committed to it. West Tigers chairman Lee Hadjabentalis on Benji Marshall and the Tigers coaching scenario. That was on 1170 Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy this morning. Uh, Rat, I suppose, we talk about basket case, it's it's probably easy to say the Tigers aren't in the best position at the moment, both on the on the ladder and also just internally and, and what they're representing at the moment as a club. Now, first and foremost, what I will say is that it would be easy just to say, Tim, you need to step aside. Let's put Benji in uh, officially. 
and let's make the noise go away for the short term. No. Uh, I don't think it's the answer at it's the moment. It's not the answer. No. no way in the world is it the answer. You, you, you want to parachute in a, a guy that's got no senior coaching experience, none, and just go, all right, no, nah, look, it's not working now, so we're going to get rid of the guy with all the experience mm. and we're just going to throw in the guy with no experience. That, that would be an absolute disaster. And I, I like the way Hadja Bentalis actually backed his plan. Now, if that plan in 18 months' time doesn't work, yeah. then he's got, a, he's got something to answer for. But we're, what, what they're, they're, they're two-thirds of the way through a season where they've got zero depth. They're, they're, they're trying to get things right, and they're, they're, six, they're eight months into it. Mm. Like, it's not going to happen overnight for the Tigers fans out there. It's not, it's not going to happen overnight. This is a three- to five-year program. Well, it's a little bit like the Bulldogs, isn't Absolutely. It? Yeah. And you heard Gus say the other night, you know, we, we know that, you know, we're going to have these moments. We've got we a little depth. And, you know, he, he even said to Seraldo, you know, probably, you know, I, I'd, I'd probably wait another year yep. to come to the club. Uh, Strato was happy to get on the horse and, and start riding. And um, one thing that I know, Tim Sheens, Benji, Robbie, they're, they're all committed to, you know, the change. It's just going to take some time. You can't miraculously just pop top players out of thin air. Yeah. You know, they're... they're they're without their two most senior players, you know, and, and probably the two most critical players at the moment in Luke Brooks and Abby Corrissau for direction on the field, they're young. Yeah. I will say, I did look at their forward pack, though. There's some quality players in that forward pack. Mm-hmm. You, you got Utukamanu, Jake Simkin, Dave Klammer, Papali'i, John Bateman. It's a fairly solid nucleus. Young Pole. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get a fairly solid nucleus of a forward pack, so they need to they need to start showing a little bit more. There's, mm. there's no question about it. You know, we, we saw six weeks ago that they can do it. They did it against the Cowboys. They've just got to get more consistent, and they're going to struggle a little bit. They've got a lot of young players there. I mean, Benji is having a lot of say in the coaching at the moment. Yeah, he's not doing nothing. What what Coach Tim Sheens is doing at the moment is he's shielding him from a lot of those. Those media commitments, which I think is smart because he's willing to put the flak jacket on and, and take a lot of the bullets and the hand grenades at the moment um, and just tr- try and shield Benji from a lot of that uh, that emphasis early on in his coaching career. So, um, But what I will say to the West Tigers fans is that it's hard to be patient when there's so much at stake. But I will say that – and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to apologise for, for being a huge Tim Sheens fan – but you got a guy that has got so much wealth of knowledge. He's so wise about the game that it would be silly to think that he should be out of the game altogether. You got a great asset there, and whether he moves into the the general manager of rugby league role, whatever it may be, um, you've got a man there that, that knows what it takes to win. Well, I'll tell you, Sats. When we had uh, Tim on the show, and we were talking to him about Dewey playing thirteen. Yeah. The way he articulated and explained why he's not a 13, he's a 1. He convinced me as well. I mean, yeah. straight away I was like, yeah, well, okay. I, yeah. I, get, I get where you're going with this. His knowledge of, you know, the, 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 the play, his playing personnel and how to um, situate them within the team to get the best benefit out of those players. You've got to remember too, that, that's right, Adam Dewey's out. Yep. You know, you, it hasn't been an easy ride for him. No. Let's just say. Let's just give him time. I mean, I get it. It's been 10 years. But this is, a, this is a new regime. The new regime can't just come in and all of a sudden fix it and you're going to be playing finals football. Like, like Gus isn't going to do it at the, at the Bulldogs. Like, you know, out at Penrith, yeah, they're in, they're in a 
a purple patch now, but you know, ten years ago they weren't. Mm. You know, it took them time to to build to that point. You know, through their program, through their development, through yeah, it's a it's going to take some time. You just got to give them some. You know, it's fair to some, say they're not completely innocent because no. they're also responsible for some of the recruitment as well, and they have to wear that. They well, have to well, wear that at well, the moment. Well, when I say regime, I mean Sheenzy, like. Like Justin Pascoe. Well, well, no, no. I'm, I'm just talking about Tim Sheens, Benji, and Robbie. Yep. That's what I'm talking. I'm not talking about Lee and Pascoe and like, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if this doesn't work, if this doesn't work, so in two years' time, you're in the same spot. They've got to go. Mm. They're out. They, they have to. Like, they, they, they should fall on the sword and go, you know what? This was our last throw at the dice. Didn't work. You know, the, the club is still a basket case. It's obviously us. Like, how else could you look at it? Yeah, no, you, it's it's a fair call. It's a fair call. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get to an NRL update, a further NRL update. Thanks to Mitre 10. All thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade. Because I'm TLT. I'm Dynamite. Yeah, before we get to the break, let's get to some of the ins and outs for this week. Five games of NRL, of NRL this week, round 19. There are a lot of teams that have the buy, much-needed buys, and very impressive Tyrone Munro, who was named to start on the wing last week against the Warriors, had an outstanding debut. Uh, he's in again, right? Yeah, yeah, he was very impressive, mate. Toby Sexton, uh, big one, named for the Bulldogs. In, in, That's in difficult to walk position. into a club day one, get named. I know you get beaten by 66, but it's hard, isn't it, for a player to walk into a club fresh and then get named into a first grade side straight up. Yeah, but but I think that's right. What what he might be is it just might be that little breath of fresh air that yeah. they all need. Just a different voice, you know, hear something different. You know, one thing I know about Toby is he's a professional. He'll go down there prepared and ready to go. And man, he's he's got one of the best short kicking games in the mm. game. I think last year, I think he might have been in the top 2 or 3 in terms of set restart like in terms of um Forced, forced dropouts. Like he's got a really good short kicking game. And if you've got a really good short kicking game, that means you're seeing things. You're seeing where to put the ball. You see, you, you've got time. And you're building you're, pressure. And, and you're calm. Mm. Like you, you can't have that if you're, if you're all over the shop. So it's just about, you know, again, he's still young, honing his craft and getting better. And maybe at the Bulldogs, you know, with a Matt Burton outside him, with, um, you know, when they get kick out back, you know, you, They've got the, the nucleus of a good team. They had a bad day last week. You know, uh, the Cowboys had it. The Cowboys had it six weeks ago, and everyone's talking about them winning the comp. Now, I'm not saying the, the Bulldogs or the Tigers are going to win the comp. but Just get a couple of wins. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, 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 just compete. Boys, they've gone out and bought all these players, right? So they've bought Kikau, they've bought Reed, mm. right? They've bought a few superstars. Jeremy Marshall King goes to the Dolphins. Mm. Within an off-season, he has an outstanding season. Mm. Look, I, I, don't, I don't like bagging players, but I don't think I don't think Reed is the player that they thought they were getting. I, I don't I don't think I don't like Reed, like he, Reed Marnie is a good footballer, but he's not a he's not going to change. If you're looking for a dynamic number nine that's going to get out and create opportunities yeah. and and take advantage of some slow defenders and, and rip through the middle of the field. Yep. You're not getting that. You're getting a player that's – He's a hard worker. Great resilience yep. and defense. Tough. He's got really good effort plays where yep. you kick chase, you'll get down there and mm. um, try and get players up. But, yeah, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 he, he's not a 
Harry Grant or a you know or even an Appy Coruscant, mm. you know, or Damian Cook. He's not that not that type of player. He he played behind a good pack last year. Um, he had a good he had a really good year, and I was talking about him potentially playing Origin. Um, but yeah, look, uh, uh, he he's not the sort of guy that's going to go and change your entire game structure. What I'm getting at there is he was with Mitchell Moses, right? Mm-hmm. Have the Bulldogs put their eggs in the wrong basket? They need a half, right? Well, they've they've invested in their future, and that's with young uh, Oluwapu. Oluwapu. Yeah, Oluwapu, yeah. Who now that they've Oluwapu. signed Toby Sex, I don't know where Oluwapu sits. I don't know whether he's going to be – listen, let's just continue to let you mature a little bit more. We don't want to throw you in the deep end well, too Burton, early. Well, well, is Burton an out-and-out half, or is he well, well, putting back to fullback? I've never thought Burton's a six. Even though he came up as a six, I've always thought that Burton is either a centre or he's a 13. Fullback? Yeah, yeah. I, I, he needs his hands on the ball, but he's not mm. a... He's well, Santa's not it, then. He's not a creator. Mm. He's a runner. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah I agree. Exactly. Um, and just to finish off, Sean Lane, Joe Offen and Gow returned for the injury, from injury for the Eels on the bench. We've got a text message here from 911. Evening, does that Brad Arthur have a right to be upset with Gutherson being selected and probably not being used too much? Yes and no, 911, but coaches love their players representing their state. Well, and they come back a, a better player. Exactly. Being around the environment. He's going to yep. come back full of energy um, after being around the players he's going to be around for the yep. week. Toby Rudolph back for the Sharks, which is a big in for them. They've lost uh, Hamlin Ueli this week and they've lost Dale Finucane. And Jeremy Marshall King has been named despite a really serious shoulder injury. And Wayne Bennett said a few weeks ago, he anticipates that Marshall King won't last the season. So uh, good young player. He's having a great season. For the Dolphins, uh, that's your teamless Tuesday for round 19. All thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade, the local business that values having yours. That's why the trade trusts Mitre 10. That's ridiculous. Next. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat for a Tuesday night edition. Now let's get to a netball update. And thanks to Flight Centre, your real deal centre. It's grand final time, Rat. Grand finals. Come on. I've got to say, the Adelaide Thunderbirds, of course, went through to the grand final when they, they beat the Swifts last week. A week before, I should say. But on the weekend, New South Wales Swifts, Beat the West Coast Fever by one point, 65-64. Something New South Wales to cheer about. Exactly, right exactly. And I've got to say, they've booked their spot against the Adelaide Thunderbirds. It was... What about Sophie Fawn? She had an absolute blind. It, this was game was absolutely amazing. Now, because of KO, you can go back and watch mm. everything now. Do yourself a favour. If you're an overall sports fan, go yeah. and watch this game from the weekend. It is one of the most... Is one of the most engaging, exciting netball games I've seen in many, many years. Yeah, just go yeah, through Sophie Fawn's game. Sophie Fawn, like West Coast led the match for most, of, led the game for most of the match. But nineteen-year-old Sophie Fawn, she sung three goals in the in the final minutes to push the Swifts in front. It was Fawn's match-winning deflection in the dying stages that got the Swifts over the that line. That was the big one. That was mm. the big one. It was the deflection late uh, when when the West Coast Fever were just doing their best to try and get that last that last effort and. She's my favourite netball player, Maddie Proud. Oh, yeah. She's a friend of the show. I've, I've had a, bit, a fair bit to do with Maddie over the years uh, through SEN, doing a couple of promos and 
She's a wonderful young lady. She had a few years ago. She was out with a, a knee knee surgery. They went through and won the comp, and and she's um she's a terrific leader, and she'll lead the girls into the grand final this week. So the Swifts play the Adelaide Thunderbirds this Saturday, seven p.m. at John Kane Arena in Melbourne. You can watch all the action on Ko Freebie. So make sure you watch it. It is fast paced, and like I said, it is so exciting and engaging. It does not stop. And so remember that the Super Suncourt Super Netball is here to inspire, of course. It's all about the passion, personality, athleticism. There's plenty of that. Unity, the team, and empowerment. And they're great supporters of Flight Centre, your real deal centre. They've been playing centre for over 40 years. Let's get to some more of the text messages as well before we get to the Mate, break. Quick text from our smartest listener. It says, Sats and Rat, Gus Gould has declared that Oluwapu's future will be as a lock due to his size and he's, as he continues to grow and fill out. So a future spine okay. a future spine of Crichton, Burton, Sexton and Mahoney. Crichton. He's oh, going there fullback. next year, yeah, Stephen full, Crichton. So Crichton plays fullback, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. So Crichton, Burton, Sexton and Mahoney with the ball playing lock in Oluwapu. Seemed to be the attacking blueprint Serato was looking forward towards the 2024 season and beyond. Right, okay, well, that makes sense. That's interesting, actually. He, with mate, he's, put, he's put some good hits on Oluwapu this year. He, he doesn't mind the mixing it up, does yeah, he? Yeah, exactly. Mm. He's a good little player. He's so skillful. And playing him lock is, if that's his future, well, you've just got to drip feeding him into the position. But mm. obviously, there's a lot more contact. He's got me a lot more engaged in the game. You've got to be old, able to be. The great Bob Linder used to always say, you've got to be like a chameleon. You've got to be able to change into whatever landscape the game is asking you to be. And if you need to play your wide, you've got to be able to run wide. You've got to play tight. You've got to defend tight. You've got to defend on the edges. You've got to be a ball player. You've got to be a kicker. You've got to be everything. Mm. That's the old-fashioned lock forwards. And we're yeah. seeing the game that's slowly moving back back to that yeah, to that old-fashioned lock forward. Let's get some more text. So the Earl of Canterbury. He said, I What's would he say, say? Yep. you lot are the best we got. Yeah, well, yeah, they are. Exactly. <laughs> well, in, yeah, in... in yeah, well, they are. <laughs> G'day, team. Call off the fight now. Nine oh eight nailed it. Make it your ten. Make your ten year self proud. Shotgun shine. Yeah, there's been a few votes for our nine oh eight text message about our subject. Um, in what would you do, say if you were the coach? What's the last message you say to your team before they run out? Okay, lads, I've no idea. Always haven't. Just go out there, play your own game course, mm. and make me look good. Yeah. The sloppy dragon. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. that'll happen, sloppy. No, no, no. Gents, my last final message to New South Wales will be, there are no dead rubbers in origin. For some of you, this is your first origin. For some of you, it may be your last. You have 80 minutes to leave your mark in this arena. What will be your legacy in this sky blue jersey? I don't mind that. Like it. Yeah, yeah. Daniel. That's, that's up there. Daniel, you're going into the, the, the final. final. Keep going. I'm just yeah, writing yeah, down the yeah, finalist. Yeah. My last word, this is from... Uh, Nine six eight. Hi, Rat and Sats. My last word in this one would be, oh, you just forget the last two games. Just fix it. Thanks, Cole. Mm. That's yep. pretty direct, isn't pretty it? Direct. Don't yep. mind it. Don't mind it. Okay, live for the moment. This is from Dave. Seize the opportunity. Play for your lives. Forget the media noise. You're all deserving of this opportunity. Be remembered as a group of men who will leave nothing in the tank. Make your families and your friends proud. Support each other till the end. This is our state. We play to win. Dave, you're going into the running. Yeah, I like it. Yep, I don't mind this one. Um, this is from Stimmy from Bargo. He says, wounds heal. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Keanu Reeves and the replacements. <laughs> There's another movie one down here I read before. Where is it? It's, it's, um, 
I think it might be from the movie Troy. If I like Troy is what a great movie. Well, Brad mate, Pitt, one of the greatest movies of all time. Mm. Um, Blues coach message: Immor- immortality, take it. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Jack from Warwick. Uh, okay, go out there. The first Queensland guy running up, give him a John Hopawati, and the next runner will be nervous. <laughs> Nine five eight. <laughs> Al from Hawkesbury says final message for the Blues: Don't stuff up. Yep, it's a Simple good one. Get it right. Mm. Mm. Hi boys, if I was Freddie, I would say, well, I hope you've got a plan because I know I haven't. Belmont from Clarence, come on, Belmont. That's pa- not true. Panther, <laughs> Panther, Aussie. Uh, we're going on a movie movie theme here. The last thing to say to the Blues: Do it for Mickey. <laughs> Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, nice. Uh, God bless Tommy Mike says. All they need to hear is one word, and we've had plenty of that, haven't we? Cattle dog. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and you know what? I mean, it's a yeah, it's such a it's such a big moment for a player, you know, and, and and I think if there's one New South Wales coach that encapsulated that, it was Tommy Rodonicus. Yeah. The the just 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 take that moment. Um, yeah, he was he, he was rough around the edges, Tommy. But I'll tell you what, he played with passion, and he cared about that blue jersey. Mm. And um, you know they could learn a lot from maybe having to listen to a few of his old um, rev ups. Isn't it interesting as a coach? But and I've coached, and I thoroughly enjoy it. And especially when you're dealing with adults who can take in a little bit more information. Those final two or three minutes before they're about to run out, a lot of the time you don't remember what a coach says. Hence why it's got to be really, really short. But it's always got to be really profound as well. It's well, got to be well, able to hit the mark straight away. Well, you remember it if it's impactful. But you know, if I re- it's a right. I remember we were, Craig Gower was a, was a captain that never said much at all. He was just tough. He was direct. He told you when you were wrong and he did whatever he had to do. And you just said, hey, listen, guys, we're going this way. you got to follow me. Mm. And we just did. So yep. before the grand final, we're all in a circle. And I remember vividly because he never used to speak that much at all. Craig Gower said, guys, I know I don't say much at all, but what I can tell you as a kid that's grown up in Penrith all my life and all I ever wanted to do was wear a Penrith jersey, I am so proud to lead out a group of men in the biggest games of their life. Mm. I've got goosebumps just thinking about that. Yeah. I remember Tony Pulitua was under my arm. Uh, I was, had my arm around. And in the footage, in the dressing room footage, which you can see on the, on the yeah. replay, Tony Pulitua puts his head on my shoulder and he does it to wipe a tear from his eye. Yeah, right. Eye, it's, it was so profound. It was really, yeah. really good. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's those moments. So it does have to be short and sharp. And that's where that that's where I'm really leaning towards make your 10-year-old self proud. I love it. It's so just good. bang on. You, yeah. you, Can that, we send that to fr- – I mean, I know we're from Queensland, but that, – that, that, would, that, would, that would be something you remember. Mm. I'm going to text that. I'm going to take a photo of that and I'm going to send it to Brandy. Mm. How about that? Yep. We've got another one there, Brat? Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, boys, don't be polite. Play angry, Cody. Show them how. <laughs> Play angry, Cody. Oh, sorry. Boys, don't be polite. Play angry, Cody. Show them how. <laughs> yeah, he does play well when he plays angry. 625 said, oh, my God, I just heard you read out my quote on the radio. Thank you. I can't wear my special bl- – uh, no, I can't. I can't read out the play, unfortunately, that, <laughs> yeah, right. that you support for obvious reasons. But Last um, bl- excited that you heard your, your mm. message. Last words before the New South Wales team runs out. This is from Adrian from Rousehill. When they come at us at 100 miles an hour, we hit them at 200 miles an hour. When they bash us, we smile and say, is that your best? Yep. Nice.
Nice. Let's get to a break on Sports Day, Sats and Rats. And I know I promised it earlier on, but I swear we'll do it after the break. It's That's Ridiculous. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Yeah, thank you very much, Twos. That's ridiculous. There's plenty that's happened over the last four or five days that would go into our segment around what has been ridiculous in the sporting world or just in general. What are you thinking, Rat? Read yours out. English media? Yeah. The English media and players saying that Australian cricket team didn't play in the spirit of the game. Come on, that's ridiculous. Now based and I'm saying that based on the circumstances around English players where they have where if they think this is not in the spirit of the game, well they're guilty of it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well in the very game that we have in question, the game two of the Ashes, Johnny Bairstow tried exactly the same on Manus Lubbershane. Yes, it was a ball during the over, not the end of the over. But he still tried it. And the difference between Johnny Bairstow, Alex Carey, the Australian team and the English team is the, the Australian player was smarter to be aware of the rules and stood in the, in the crease. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, mine is, mm-hmm. is um, Nick Kyrgios pulling yep. out of Wimbledon and being told he's not welcome back. So Come on, that's ridiculous. Now, the reason I wanted you to read yours out first because yeah. of what's gone on in England mm-hmm. in the last 48 hours. Yep. Do you think that's had any impact on that? Oh, like the the English that the the English media, the the English media of, or the the you know the officials at Wimbledon have gone. You know what? Stuff these Aussies. Oh, you've done two segments in one. Mm. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> I like where you're going with that. I reckon it might have. Do you reckon it is? I mean. I know he's pulled out late, but yep. he, he might have gone like he's been hitting balls all day. He's done meter. He's gone home. He's he's wristed, you know, potentially he's blown up at night. He's feel it's in pain, and he can't. He knows he's not going to be able to compete at Wimbledon. Like he didn't go all the way over there just so he could pull out. Yep. But it's, it's, I just seem it's absolutely ridiculous for the Wimbledon officials to say a, fi- a former finalist of Wimbledon to go. You're not welcome back because you pulled out. Like that's that is ridiculous. Yeah. Isn't it? You think it's their way of getting it back? At I think so. Mate, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to read in between the lines here. Mm. I mean, you know they can get pretty pe- petty wow. with Toms. Wow. I'll, you know what? I didn't think about that. Now you got me thinking. Mm. Mm. They were better at cricket, you know. They wouldn't be blowing up so much. They yeah. Would it, mate, I, that would be the thing. If they'd won the cricket, if they'd won that test match and, every, and the whole crowd was in raptures about how amazing the game know, was. England was and, you know, I could almost – mate, they would have gone, ah – Oh, well, we'll find someone else. Like, how hard is it? <laughs> we'll Make a, a phone card. call, get the you know, one of the replacements that I've hung around. John Daly in the US Open. How hard? Like, they're there. How mm. hard is it? Make a phone call, mate, you're in tomorrow. I think Sweet. John Daly was like Dude, the was sixth tough. or seventh alternate yeah. to the US Open that time, went on and won it yeah. after driving through the night. I've got mm. another really quick, that's ridiculous. What about this? In 1980, a guy by the name of uh, Kevin Hillier, he was told by his doctor to take up metal detecting to strengthen his back injury. So a couple of weeks in, while he was doing metal detecting, he hit something in the ground, obviously, and started digging it up a little bit more. Two hours later, he got a gold nugget out that weighed 60 pounds 
and was valued at $2 million. Mm. Come on, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Have you seen that show called The Nugget? No. Oh, that's the Australian movie, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's based on that. Mm. Sure. I, I, I've started watching it and I've sort of dozed up. I was wondering. I was just wondering. <laughs> you was, I thought you might have. I thought, I thought you might have watched <laughs> it and you could have told me what, how the video, how the ending went. Now, before we announce our winner, and there has been some late entrance actually in our double pass to the Airpol State of Origin game three at our course stadium. We got one here. This is from another Daniel. Now, actually, I'll read that one out a little, a little bit later. I just want to read this one out of here as well. Where is it? We've got so many here. Here we go. This is from Tim from Woolaware. Freddie's final message. Today, Teddy, mm. it is, fellas, to do our best and put the Crichton on the wall to Addo Canother series, Addo Canother series, win in 2024. Holy Moses, Walker on water from Tweed to the Murray. Liam Martin hits them toads low and Kulamatungi go bangy bangy with yo. <laughs> Fire up RCG and Big Jake and get the bench sprint, beach sprinter Cook frying the Maroons on a blue plate. Play with Gusto, King, Saifidi, Scoramidi, and Robbo do the jobbo and we'll be doing more than drinking water. Stop the fight. Hang on a sec. We've got a late entry. He's really put some time and effort into I that like one, it. hasn't he? That's almost like an ostentatious. Remember Ostentation, oh, Australiana? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's like an ostentatious oh. version of an origin rev up. Yep. You don't often sit. Well, that's the first I've seen it. Mm. That's really good. I yep. like that. I, I, I almost I, feel guilty if. Yeah, no. Anyway. Well, but you know, like like in origin sats, you yep. can't you can't pick everyone. Yeah. We got to pick one. Um. My my text that I I liked was uh, I'm just trying to find it. Yeah, here it was from it was from Grant from Aspley. He says, "Fair income. Glenn was as full as a state school hat rack." <laughs> <laughs> That's certainly wrong. Uh, eight eight three says last words. Sick 'em, boys. Uh, you can play your best today, but remember, there's always next week. Rusty says, "No, there's no next week, is there, Rusty?" Mm. Last words to New South Wales players. This is Des from the Sunshine Coast. Don't wake up tomorrow knowing everyone hates you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, keep going there, Rat. Origin last words. Leave nothing on the table. Do this for your family, your mates, and New South Wales. Mm, I like it. Uh, Freddie says to his players, Teddy, you and me, back to Bondi next year and concentrate on the chooks. Told, grow a leg up, up the high ball. Best, I'll be happy if you play average, not your best. Critter, let's hope Samoa play a mid-season mid test next year so you don't play. At car, you've never been the same since Fergie left. Let's trot off Walker. Walker's <laughs> off. Moses, hope you try, hope you try and part the Maroon Seas. Yeah. It's, um, Walkers on! Walkers on! Yeah, Walkers on! Pass it on, That's from uh, Daniel. That's, um, yeah, I, I don't think that's... I, I, I think Freddie's... It's not what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's very creative, yeah, it creative. I've got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the winner of our double pass to the Ampol State of Origin, Game 3 at Arcourt Stadium. Watch the fight for state pride live. Now, um, head to nrl.com forward slash tickets. Now, we've added some other listeners... And Tim from Woolaware, I've got to say, you are a really good runners-up. That was so creative. It was. We might have to see whether we can run it again for Origin 4. Oh. <laughs> <see where>. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love everyone's input. Thank you very much for taking time. And we're going to get to some more of your texts in the next break as well uh, when we play out the show. But at 6.16, 
by popular demand by our listeners from 908, and we don't have a number, a name to that text message, go out there and make the 10-year-old self-proud. I've got to say. Well done. Well done. No, no, wait. We'll actually try and get you on the phone if you're still listening. Daddy Vass is going to try and give you a call and see if we can get you on quickly. And you've won the double pass to the Air Pulse State of Origin Game 3 at a core stadium. Have we, have we got another double tomorrow night or not? Oh, do we what, know yet or not? Why don't, we, why don't we just tell the listeners to listen in tomorrow night to find out? That's cool to hook and tease yeah, in the biz. Yeah, nice. I've like got, I've, Mick from Margaret Rivers just sent one in. It's just come in. I, this is his last message to the boys. I know we have lost a series. That matters little. It's about right here, right now. It's about the bloke beside you. It's time to rip in and show the state how much this blue, blue jersey means to each and every one of you lads. I like it. Mick from Margaret River, you were in the final. So was uh, Stimmy from Bargo, Dave, Peter from Bathurst, Daniel, um, and also Tim from Woolaware, all in the final. Outstanding text messages. Let's get to a break and we'll wrap up the show after that. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Uh, let's wrap the show up. And thanks very much for all your involvement throughout the night. It's been absolutely outstanding. So much so I'm sending. Better take a text message of our, sorry, a photo of the text message from 908 at 616. Go out there and make 10-year-old self proud. I'm going to send it to Brandy Alexander. I think he'd be chuffed about that. Yeah. Um, get to some. Let's get to some more of your text. Not only about Origin's last words, but there's some text messages there also, just about Origin itself and also the NRL. Before you do that, I will get to this one. We did have that chat earlier on around the Tigers at the moment and how obviously frustrating it must be. There's a lot of Tigers fans that are hurting at the moment. Stats and rat problem for us fans. This is from Tiger from Leichhardt. Yep. The problem for us fans is that we've been patient for 11 years already, and yep. I get that. It's, it's hard to be patient as a fan when you haven't had a lot of success. Another three to five is really tough to sit through when there are very few short, uh, green shot shorts, shoots and we've got a joker. Uh, well, yeah. So, Tiger. Um, Try being a Sharks fan and waiting 50 years. Good. Yeah, it's a good point you make. It's a really good you point know, you like, make. I, I, I waited till I was – you know, 42 years old to mm. see the Sharks win, win a comp. Yeah. Um, and weren't very – I mean, I played in a grand final, but other than that, it was 73 and 78 before they were, were close prior to that. And then, yeah, it, it's just – it's the nature of the business. Yeah. It's, it's just about getting getting all, all of it right. And it's going to take time. I know it's hard, but you're a fan, so I know you're going to stick by them. Yep. That, that's the reality of it. Yep. Um Sporty Gav says, uh, hey, Sats and Rat, I can't believe Freddie overlooked the informed South Swinger Alex Johnson. What has he got to do to get a well-deserved rep jersey? Nathan Merritt had a similar situation as Alex. Yeah, he did. He did. Nathan Merritt was an amazing try-scoring weapon for yeah. South. And just, he, he did get, he, he, got a, he got a game for the Blues, though, um, Nathan Merritt. He did, Nathan yeah, Merritt, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he got his opportunity. But, yeah, it's, it's a fair point. Um I'm you know, surprised Alex Johnson has. I, he's I doing everything right. I mean, his I job is to score tries. But there's this argument that he just gets the ball and he falls over the line. No. And I, I, I don't buy into that. I mean, it, it, very good wingers, very, very good wingers finish tries off. doesn't matter what sort of opportunity it is. I've seen a lot of wingers 
get the ball left to do his fall over line and cannot execute. And Alex Johnson has done it time and time again. And 180 tries later, this this guy will go down as one of our greatest try scorers of all time. And I hope he's recognised as as one of the legends of the game because I think he is. Oh man, absolutely. He's a, he's a, he's got a. I mean, he's Hall of Fame career now. Yeah. I mean, as a finisher. I mean, as a winger. You know, ultimately your job is to finish and score tries. I mean, the, the job's varied over the years, and there's a lot more sort of, I guess, grunt work that comes with the job, the territory now. But you know, as a finisher, there's. I mean, he's proven to be the best winger. I mean, there's. Well, well Ken Irvine, sorry, is ahead of him on 212 tries. He's got 32 tries to get there, and he's contracted for two more years. You'd think with his strike rate, he's going to become the greatest finisher of all time in the yeah. game, which yep. is which is a pretty special feat. And I understand the fact that um, he's, uh, you know, he's, him missing out can be looked upon as sort of like, you know, you look at it with, you know, a, a bit of a sour look on your face. So if you're I, a I, fan. I thought Ken Irvine should have been an immortal because to do what he did through the 50s and 60s, and it's taken this long for a player to possibly break it. Now, he hasn't broken it yet. There's still a fair way to go, uh, barring injury, whatever it may be with Alex Johnston. But for Ken Irvine to do what he did back in the 50s and 60s and and it takes so long for a player to break it, possibly break it, I think that is mm. that is freakish, absolutely freakish. Mm. So that's, uh, that will do me. Read the peanut M&Ms. They are easily number one. Do you also like mint and orange chocolates? Need your supporters. No. We want to bring back the polywaffle. Brandy handled Reedy perfectly. New South Wales is fully behind him and Freddie. It's their call at the end of the day, so let's just get behind them and let them play footy. That's On Sports Day, up. it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. Let's go. The stage is yours, Sats. Oh, it's just about a, a, to- a turtle was assaulted one day and he, the police did an interview with him and said, do you know who it was? He goes, oh, I just know it was two snails. And they said, did you get a description of the snails? He goes, no, I didn't. Everything just happened so quick. <laughs> <laughs> you just laughed at your own joke and snorted. Oh, it's a good joke. That's all right. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. All Sports Day fans, thanks very much for joining in tonight. It was an exciting night. Some great text messages. Sorry we didn't get to them all. Congratulations to the winner. We'll see you tomorrow night.